Hey, have you heard about Anchor? You probably haven't heard about Anchor yet, so let me tell you about it. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. You probably hear other people talk about how they make podcasts. If they say it's easy, they're crazy. All of their methods are really hard and complicated, but Anchor, super simple. First off, it's free. They have creation tools that let you make the podcast right from your phone. You don't even need a computer. This is 2019. Who uses computers anymore? Anchor distributes your podcast on all the other platforms. No need to go do all that complicated searching and hosting and posting. Hosting and posting. They do it for you. You can also make money from your podcast. Well, I mean, that's what I'm doing right now because you're listening to this ad. They've got everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. No need to search around all over the place. No need to go to 20 different sites. Just one. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Bet you thought I was going to sing right here, didn't you? Are you looking for the hottest news out of the obstacle racing scene? Want to stay up to date on the freshest info, the latest podiums, and hear interviews with the who's who in OCR? Well, you've come to the wrong place. Well, some of that you'll find here. But we're not the media. This is not ORM, OCM, OCRM, ORCM. This is OCR Talk. Hey everybody, this is Jason Dupree. And Anna Landry. And you're listening to OCR Talk episode number 33. How's it going, Anna? Pretty good. I'm still recovering a little bit. Oh yeah, well we'll definitely get into that. We we were, so we were just chatting about our intro, and I said that it was lame how we we used to talk about how we had an intro. We're like, we need an intro. We need a good, you know, whatever slogan or saying, and we never got one. And it's just turned into a plain old, hey, this is Jason Dupree and Anna Landry, and you're listening <laughs> to OCR Talk, and that's it. And then but you said, yeah, it's our thing. It's our thing. And your dog is playing in the me. background. <laughs> hey, did you like the the exit? The thing that I yes. put in the exit? <laughs> no, it's awesome. <laughs> My dog is famous. <laughs> <laughs> My dog thinks it's time oh. to play. It's like. <laughs> yep, sure does. <laughs> She's playing with the other one. <laughs> so, yeah, this is our our intro has become. The lame intro that it is, and I don't know, it's a, it's it's a thing, it's what we do, it's normal. It's our thing. Okay. Speaking of things, we seem to get good feedback when we, when we have drinks, when we <laughs> record. I am currently traveling for work, and I guess I wasn't really planning on having drinks while recording, but <laughs> I did get some drinks last night and didn't have as many as I expected. I ended up getting tired and just going to bed. And so that means I have more to finish tonight because I've got to fly home tomorrow. So that is what we're doing tonight. Celebrate on a big Wednesday. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, Piss and Cox from the world's toughest community. They they every episode that they do, they're always like, here's what we're drinking. And that's kind of how they start. So, Jason, what are you drinking? I'm having woodchuck, just plain old amber woodchuck. It's one of my vanilla woodchuck cider it's what it's what i started with it's just uh just woodchuck and 
it seems like Woodchuck's not as popular as it used to be since Angry Orchard has come about. And there's ton yeah. more as well now, too. But so it, it, it's kind of rare that I see it. So usually when I do, it's like, oh, wow, I haven't had Woodchuck in quite a while. So let me have some Woodchuck. What about you? I got some strawberry cane break from good old Broussard, Louisiana. Broussard? Where is Broussard? It's like south of Lafayette, I guess, where all the new development is. Okay. And fun fact, I didn't know this until tonight. I've been living here for I don't know how long. <laughs> but all their six packs, this just goes to show like how often I buy beer. <laughs> so all their six packs has a map to their brewery on the bottom. On the bottom? Yeah, on the bottom of their six packs. Is it? Oh, like, on the six pack. Okay. Like on the carton or whatever you want to yeah. call it. That's cool. Does it say come visit us or anything? Yeah. It says come take a tour. Oh, right on. And I know like a lot of the local breweries around here do that kind of stuff. Like there's another another brewery, LA 31 maybe, or maybe it's Bayou Tesh. I don't know. But they do like pretty cool stuff on the on the weekends. Like they'll have like a live band set up at their brewery and like a little restaurant and everything. It's pretty cool. Nice. I know my favorite brewery, which is the Bishop Cider. Cidercade. It's actually in, they've taken their warehouse where they do their cider making and they have turned it into a really amazing arcade. But they do tours there as well and they they talk about how it gets made and all that good stuff and Mm -hmm. pretty interesting to the thing to learn. And especially, I'd say the the biggest thing that interested me about it was that they started out with their cider being very flat, just you know, no bubbles. And I liked it like that a lot. And then they, they changed it because people are so quick to say there was no, I didn't get that sound when I opened the can and it, I I thought it was bad. You know, like people didn't like that. It didn't have bubbles. And that made me, it made me a little sad because they they ended up changing (laughs) it. They added the bubbles. Yeah. So most of their stuff. Now, if you go to the, the cidercade, you can, there are some, because they'll have like 20 different rotating ones, but they only uh, mass produce for stores about, I don't know, six or so. So there are some of them definitely that are still pretty non-carbonated. Because cider is actually considered a wine when it comes to creating and selling, I believe. Interesting. I did not know that. Now, you said that you're still recovering from Conquered a Gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you? And I think I mentioned it in in your Instagram story, whatever you were recording me walking across the pond. But I'm like, I have not cramped like that during a race ever, 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 (laughs) like ever, ever. (laughs) I don't know if I just underestimated the heat. Well, no, I'm not going to say that I underestimated (laughs) the heat because I know I knew how hot it was going to be or how hot it could have potentially have been. And Like I didn't change anything about my fueling or my nutrition that I usually do before races like that. And I just don't, I don't know why that like I kept cramping during that race and it was just horrible. Like there were points during the race where I would be walking and I could literally see my quads like cramping (laughs) on me. (laughs) It was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. Like, oh my gosh. I I do. I do want to dig into that, but I want to save that for the end because we've got, you know, probably a good bit of things to talk about for Conquer the right. Gauntlet. And we've got a few things to talk about before that. So uh, let's let's come back to that. Let's circle back around. Circle back. Have you have you been running since 
my first run was last night at the group run and I was supposed to go tonight because it's global running day and all. Um, but it's, it's been pouring down rain like all day, all day. And I'm just not about that right now. (laughs) Just not about that life. Like I said, I'm in Arkansas at the moment and I believe, I believe Arkansas, just like Oklahoma has been seemingly to get hammered over and over with rain and storms. So they their rivers are really high, and the restaurant I was in, they they were actually talking about how people had to go a long way to get, like a, a roundabout way to get to where we were from from Little Rock. It's been crazy, I guess. Then in in Dallas, it's you know we've gotten the rain, but it's not like flooded and stuff. But yeah. it seems like the states above us, just above us, are really getting the the brunt end of it. Yeah, the rains are. Ugh river levels have been high here. Like they were talking about opening up a spillway and relieving some of the pressure off some of the levees. And now like we're getting all this heavy rain and the river's been high. So now it's just going to get worse. So I'm kind of wondering if there's going to be some flooding in the outlying areas. But nothing so far, huh? No, not so far. The area that the neighborhood that I live in, like I don't really get flooded. My yard will hold water, but I really don't get flooded to where I can't get out of my house. I've heard a lot of people talk from the Tulsa area. And I was actually in Tulsa for work earlier this week. And we went to this fancy restaurant, fancy steakhouse that was down an alley, no sign. What? Big green door with a like a little statue of a bull above the door. So <laughs> Did it, you, you had to know what it was. to get in? <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, there might have just about. Like that's, that's how speakeasy style. It was pretty cool though. It was good. I mean, it was a good place. Thankfully, the company that we, you know, partner with paid for the dinner because it was it was super fancy. <laughs> to I, let's just say how fancy it was. Our appetizer was hand cut slices of bacon, and they were four dollars a piece. A piece for a piece of bacon that was four for bucks. A piece of bacon. Like how yeah. thick was this bacon? <laughs> it was decently thick. I mean, it was good, but it would be hard for me to like. What's a a pack of bacon costs, what, eight bucks maybe? I don't know, probably. I mean, and that's the good thick stuff too. Yeah. But yeah. Thick cut. I went running today. I am about an hour northwest of Little Rock, and Petty Jean State Park is about 20 minutes from here. I've spent a ton of time in in Arkansas traveling. Because I'm from Louisiana, it's a, you know, a quick place to get to a mountain-esque area. In, in in the any mountain being relative, but <laughs> I, I with my parents and by myself as, a, as an adult have passed through and camped and hiked and done so much, but have never actually come here. And even my parents have come here quite a few times, but not not me. So it was my first time getting to go to that state park, and uh, they had a few different trails to choose from. And I because of time restraints and uh, the way I've been doing, uh, I chose the four and a half mile one, and it was it was nice. It was kind of drizzly on me the whole time so i didn't get too hot and got to see some cool cool features you know rock features mm-hmm. that's pretty cool it was a good run and then i ate at the lodge that was up you know on the mountain that's cool i have never been to Ar- well i haven't spent a good amount of time in arkansas let's just say even living as close as i always have like i've lived in texas and then i've lived in louisiana and then for a short period of time i lived in tennessee <laughs> So, but I've never spent like a good bit of time sightseeing in Arkansas. So, you know, 
Deliverance was filmed in Arkansas, I believe. Really? You know that movie? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do believe that Arkansas gets, you know, a stereotype because of... But it's not like it's untrue. I mean, there are places in... <laughs> I mean, there are some very backcountry places in Arkansas. And I actually, now I'm curious. I'm going a, I'm to a cut this out, but I got to look it up real quick. So what I was looking up to confirm is you, you think backcountry, so backcountry that there are people that are blue because supposedly it's because of such great depths of inbreeding. <laughs> but that that turns out that's actually in Kentucky. So, you know, just north of Tennessee. So kind of similar style of area, but that's not the blue people are not the, the people. Not the people in Arkansas. <laughs> but funny story about Arkansas is one time I was riding my motorcycle through here on a trail on a road called the pig's tail. Very curvy. And at this gas station, this old man who was also riding alone said, hey, how's it going? Where you headed? You know what you do? You know, how's your ride going? And he asked if he could ride with me. And I was like, I'm about to get some breakfast, but sure. So he was writing an article that he was going to send in to some motorcycle magazine. So he was looking to, you know, for one, just get some time uh, hanging out with somebody, but also get something to write about, you know, the people that he meets along the way, because he was traveling from like Pittsburgh across the country or something like that. So we rode for a ways and I was trying to get from the pig's tail to some other spot. And my, we ended up taking this gravel road up this mountain and hadn't, Basically, didn't know if we had a way to get through where we were trying to go to. And we ended up turning around and going back. So he's just following me along this whole way. And we stopped at this stop sign. And he said, you ever seen Deliverance? And I said, no, <laughs> I've heard of it, but I hadn't seen it. And he said, well, go watch it. Because I kind of felt like I, 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 I'm getting followed through these woods. I'm not really sure what to expect here. <laughs> and then I watched it later. and I was like, ah, I see what he's getting at. <laughs> Did you feel like you had survived something at that point? Like, oh, so that's what no, he was I, talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely have thought about it. Like, I, I don't know. I, I never run into any any people. Now, there was a trip. There was a different trip that I was on in Arkansas. And I had looked for a campground. And everywhere I went was was either full or too far away. And... I made it to one that was like a day use area, but it was closed down because they had had they had had an ice storm that had like, you know, tore down a bunch of trees and stuff. So then they hadn't cleaned it and opened it back up yet. So it was empty and blocked off with enough room for me to get a motorcycle through. But I stayed there overnight by myself. So it was like completely empty. You know, you know that there's no other people or it's not supposed to be other people around or guards or state park rangers or anything like that. So it was kind of a little creepy, like, what if some random people walk through here? And, <laughs> you know, that was the the kind of the thought that could cause some fear. The interesting part is that it was cold and I wasn't quite prepared for it. And I woke up in the middle of the night because of some noise from a barking animal <laughs> and got up and tried to make a, a fire. Thought I could see something I... <laughs> You know, your mind plays tricks on you. So I right. look in the distance in the dark and I couldn't get a fire going because it was too wet. And I see like a, a white thing and I'm like, you know, there's nothing white out here. There shouldn't be something white. And 
I let it go because, you know, it's too dark to really tell and woke up in the morning. And sure enough, it was actually the dog that woke me up. It was a white dog. So I actually did see him off in the distance, which is very interesting because it kind of, you know, it was creepy. (laughs) But uh, he was friendly enough to like walk up and wag his tail, but not comfortable enough to let me pet him. That was very interesting night. That's I'll leave it at that. (laughs) One down. Slacker, I'm on my second. <laughs> but I started beforehand, so. Welcome back to the Travel Channel. <laughs> We've got more stories of fun adventures off in the wilds. <laughs> <laughs> the Arkansas bush people. <laughs> now, you before we did... before. <laughs> Dude, my dogs are going crazy. They've been cooped up in the house all day because it's been raining. <laughs> They're playing on my bed right now. So before we actually started recording, uh, you actually sent me a message saying that you were on somebody else's podcast. Yeah. Just the other day. So tell us about that. Yeah. So Denny Cray, he he does a podcast called Diz Runs, and he's a runner. Denny. 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 Denny Cray. Cray I I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Denny Cray. And whoa, something just broke. No, he, she just ran into the bowl. It's okay. <laughs> she came flying, running out of my room, following me because I keep going back and forth oh. from room to room. <laughs> so she came flying out of my room and ran into her bowl. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> yeah, so Denny Crahey, he's on the Ultra Red team with me. He does this podcast called Diz Runs. Diz with a Z. Yeah, D-I-Z, Diz Runs. And um, yeah, he just like interviews different people. Um, My friend Walker Higgins was on his podcast a few months ago, maybe last year or sometime. And yeah, he just interviews different people about running. It looks like like he's got your episode 735. Yeah, right? How long has he been doing it? (laughs) A while. (laughs) Like This is his day job, I think. Pretty sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Ask him, ask him what we need to do so that we can do nothing but this. In real life. <laughs> right. Actually, <laughs> funny thing. Whenever we first started this podcast, I want to say that like I put out like a blanket message to maybe that group or maybe another um, ambassador group that we were in together. I'm pretty sure he was one of the one of the people that like offered up some advice whenever we were first starting up our podcast so nice do you remember what he said oh gosh no have we taken that advice probably we must not have probably probably i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that's why we're not living off this yet (laughs) why we're not episode 733 (laughs) (laughs) well if you remember what it is (laughs) did you mention our podcast i sure did i sure did nice he said, yeah, we talked about our podcast and then we talked about OCR, which did he know about it before that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess Very since cool. like I had asked him for advice, he had listened to yeah. maybe like an episode or two. Not right like on. a regular listener or anything, but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's caught a few episodes, one or two at least. So, but yeah, it was just kind of like, kind of like how we do just like hang out and talk. We just sat and talked and he asked me questions about OCR because that's totally not his thing. And yeah. um, like, he just likes running. <laughs> He's like, I'll uh-huh. leave the obstacles to you. 
<laughs> but yeah, he just uh, asked me about training and, you know, how we train for these things or just different run-of-the-mill questions about OCR and things like that. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, I guess you do this for so long and like you just kind of forget, you know, why you got into it or <laughs> I don't how you got. I well, remember. no, <laughs> I think I think about it every, every night time. before I go to bed. <laughs> You reflect on it. Is that what you meditate on? <laughs> as you're drinking or as you're taking your sleep elite and <laughs> mm-hmm. makes me dream fast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a that was a that was a fun little interview. Very cool. I definitely will check it out before or on my way home. It is Din Diz Runs Radio that I, I found it on Stitcher pretty easily. And you are episode 735, the most recent one. Yeah. I got my notification whenever it got uploaded. I was like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm going to look back for Walter Higgins' as well. Yeah, his is a really good episode. His is pretty good. We had a review recently from a previous a person that has previously left a, a review, but they wanted to Oh, so you're not talking about the Viagra... Um ad <laughs> <laughs> that mike and caitlin got saying <laughs> something about uh, we haven't made it to that level yet man that's how we know that's how we know we make it we haven't got spam or hate mail no hate mail <laughs> no hate mail no spam when like what do we gotta do to get some hate mail what do we gotta do to get some spam on our review are we not mean enough do we need to be more mean <laughs> everybody's everybody's been uh Dog and Benny lately since uh, Benny and Bracken Poor Benny. have started. <laughs> Maybe we can talk about him and get... Because who was it? Was it Mike and Kaylin that got a... Somebody got a... It might have been them that got a message. Oh, yeah. was from a, a Benny supporter. Yeah. But they only left three stars. Three stars. Come on. Yeah, I know. But that, which is unfortunate because it's like, why are you leaving a review about the show? But because you disagree with something they like, it's not <laughs> it's not a reason that the show is bad because right. they disagree with a thought they had. It's not right. like they, it's, oh, whatever. <laughs> I want to talk crap about that person that left that review. What was their name? I don't remember. They can go. They can go. I don't know. I don't want to say they can go die. That's that's, that's, too <laughs> that's, much. that's a little severe. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little severe, Jason. So the the review we got was from Mark Duplessis, who anybody that's listened to this episode, this podcast, hopefully knows and loves. Mark added to his review, or or reworded it, or whatever, after we went to Austin and we were chatting about the podcast and just some other things. And and the reason it came up is because we were talking about how our podcast started and we've talked about this before i felt yeah. like there was a hole in the podcast space there there was plenty of shows where people are interviewing other people maybe uh, recapping races you know we do a little bit of that but the the main part of it was just that all shows that i've listened to had had or mostly have interviews mm-hmm. the only one i can think of that was Close to what we do, it would be the New England Spottens. I still, I still have a hard time saying that. Spottens. Spottens. Feel like a, feel like a bozo. <laughs> <laughs> but they did a pretty good job of that, of 
usually three, two or three people just chatting about, you know, what's going on in the scene. That might be, I, I guess, the closest, and if not, maybe some of the inspiration that I had. But so many other ones, like even Obstacle Dominator, while they did a lot of just chatting, it was still a lot of interviews as well. Like I usually had somebody else on the show. So that's yeah. what I wanted. And then, you know, right before we started, Will, Heather, Mike, Josh, Matt B. Davis, they all had a couple of OCR roundtables, which we've really not, you know, nobody's really done a lot of those since. And when that happened, I, I, and I've said this before, when that happened, I was like, crap, so I'm about there, there, that's my idea. Like, that's <laughs> what I want to do. So I've got to get this going before it like just completely gets, you know, to where I'm just a copycat. So we did and we started it and it's been good. And I'm not trying to say that anybody can't else do that. Nobody else can do this. That's that's a silly thing to say. But I did start it because it felt like it was a, a whole uh, space that needed to be uh, explored as just the, the conversations from everyday week people about not only the everyday perspective of it. but and, and we're kind of at a good medium to where we're we're competitive, but we remember what it was like to be an everyday person. But we also relate to the elites in a way. But, you know, so we can talk about rules and stuff like that, but also we don't take ourselves too seriously as we're both drinking on the podcast. <laughs> that's a long way to just say that that's how we started. And since then, Josh and, and Matt B. Davis, Davis, Matt B. Davis have done their own obstacle discourse and they really done a great job with it. And they started out trying to do it small, you know, uh, 15 minutes recap on basically the the latest news or goings ons. Josh actually had an episode or two where he did that on the New England Spartans by himself when um, their main guy, I forget his name, Paul, maybe something like that, decided he wasn't going to do or wasn't going to head up the, the podcast anymore. So Josh had maybe two episodes where he just gave the news and that was it. It was a little dry. It was a little like, here's the news. I'm presenting it. It's done. And that was it. Him and Matt obviously have a great retort, rapport, retort back and forth. I, I am glad that I do this, you know, with you, with somebody else, because it, it adds to it. I probably would, like right now, I'm just rambling on. You haven't said much in a while, so now I just sound like I'm just spinning in circles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chasing your tail. <laughs> you got to cut no, me but off it and say, hey. <laughs> no, but it gives you, it gives you like, like, Another person to bounce ideas off over, you know, and I say this a lot in a lot of our podcasts, but like you're having a conversation with another person, which is kind of the whole basis around our yes. show. Yeah. This is the conversation that you would have sitting down with your OCR friends. So like, this is the conversation you, you probably over. did have. Yeah. On the way back from a, many, from many a times. race or something. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. So it just gives you like another ear to bounce ideas off of or thoughts, yeah. perspectives, things like that. Right. So I've really stretched this to where my point is probably not related anymore, Tangent. but Mark's Mark's, Mark's uh, review. no, it's still, it's still related. We just, we just yeah. pushed it so far back. Anyway, Mark's <laughs> review says five stars loving the format of this podcast. It feels as, as if though I'm sitting there with my friends, just having a conversation and learning more about the role of OCR every time this podcast has constantly gotten better as time goes on. Love hearing about the different races they attend and the insight into OCR. 
This isn't a news podcast. This is 100% a conversation about what is happening in, in the world of OCR. It's like the talk show of OCR podcasts and fills a void that is left open. Clearly, other podcasts have taken note as some are now having standard conversation episodes, but don't let them fool you. OCR Talk does it the best. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, he might be a Mark's little biased. A little biased. <laughs> Full disclosure, he is one of our friends, but obviously, yeah, he speaks the truth also. So, I still greatly appreciate it because <laughs> I, I, you know, we may not be the best. Maybe we are, maybe we're not. Probably not, but I, I do strive to to do this well. You know, I, I, I focused on con- quality of the audio. I do focus on trying to speak well and not have too many ums and pauses, and of course, that stuff I, I cut out. But one of the one of the cool things that I I, I always kind have to constantly remind myself is energy, and I'm sure anybody that's ever been in theater or debate or any kind of discussion program knows that it's boring if you sound, you know, boring. And I guess I guess that's kind of more of like an insight to anybody else that's also trying to do the same thing. You know, there are plenty of other podcasts out there and some of them are great with their energy. And sometimes when we record later in the evening, it's hard. It's hard to keep that energy high and like when you're talking have emphasis, you know, like right. it, it sometimes it sounds like overacting, but it's like makeup on TV. You don't you don't notice it. But if they don't have makeup on, you notice, you it. notice like, it. it. It's it right. It, it's a it's a necessity because of the, the format. Right. I think I just do want everybody to know that I do try. There are times and I know there's episodes where I've been like, I bet this is really coming across how tired I am, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, but I try, I try not to. So even if I am tired, it's like, you know, it's a little bit, we are putting on a show. We are just yeah. chatting, but there is a little bit of a little extra level of force and thought behind the enunciation of my words and different things like that. So good to know. that's a um, trade secret there. <laughs> trade secret. It's like being in What's the phrase given away all over again? <laughs> did you take speech? I don't I never did. So You never is, did speech in high school? This is actually good for me for my <laughs> job because I speak in front of clients yeah. about the software that we that we work with. Right. And that job has probably prepared me better for this than this does for <laughs> that job, but it, both hand in hand uh help out a lot. Yeah. Because every time I catch myself saying, um, I, I have to stop and kick myself in the head Men- mentally, not, not <laughs> physically. <laughs> I used to have my speech class, my speech teacher in high school, he was so irritated by the ums and the likes and the, all that, all, the, all those filler words. And he was so irritated by them. I, I can understand that because when it happens, sometimes that's it's not a big deal, but the most people have a problem where it's constant and consistent and sounds when, like when you're you're whenever you're the one it's speaking you don't you don't under you don't hear that you're you don't notice it saying it that much with that frequency so until somebody it, until somebody points, points it, it out <laughs> and then you're thinking about it and every time you do it you're you notice you notice for sure exactly 
but it, it is distracting. And I know I'm not great about it. I'm not good about it in conversation even, but I try to, the, here's the problem. <laughs> People, I, I'd say I'm a great example because you hear how long my pauses are. Now they're not as long on the podcast because that gets cut out. But sometimes when I am talking, my pauses are longer than I would like them to be. And that feels uncomfortable. And that's why people use fillers, because they don't like that uncomfortableness of the silence. Yeah, they have to fill that silence. You have to fill the gap. Yeah, it kind of something kind of makes you sound, you, you know, you think that you sound stupid because you can't <laughs> think of the next word. Now, I'm terrible at thinking like I'll be talking about something and then a word will just completely disappear out of my brain. And then I have to go searching for it before I can come back and find it. <laughs> But it it is important, especially in a medium like this, to limit that. And even if you have pauses, and this is kind of going into like just speech tips, I guess. If you have pauses, let them happen because it sounds it, it's not as distracting. Sometimes that silence, sometimes that moment that you stop. And I wish this moment was going to be as long as it would be after I cut it because I probably won't save the space. But when you stop and then you come back to it, that is a powerful moment. Silence can be very powerful in, in speech, in, in comedy, in, in life. So I feel like we haven't talked about life on the show lately. We never talk about life. We should talk about <laughs> life and have Anya playing in the background. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Up until the April Fool's episode, that was my favorite one. Well, that was the last time we drank. Yeah, that was the last time we drank on a podcast. Wait, or you didn't drink You were drinking. <laughs> I remember going on long runs and playing that episode and then restarting it just so that I can hear the parts with the Inya stuff again. It was just so good. Conan O'Brien has a podcast where he just talks to people that he's, you know, met in real life from his job, but thinks that they're interesting and would like to be friends with them, whether he is or not already. And then he talks more to them, like trying to just to get to know them and stuff. But so hearing, listening to somebody like that, somebody who it, whose job it is to converse and look and, and, and be funny at the same time, listening to them do what we're doing right now is is awesome and and they make trying to so learn easy. from that yeah it's just so like effortless to them you know you just yeah how do you think of some of the questions you're gonna ask them because sometimes they just come up on the fly like that like you don't know that person a is gonna talk about whatever and then all of a sudden you come up with this question that you would have never even thought about asking so it's yeah like how do you even think of asking that dude's question? a pro <laughs> That's his life's work. Pro, <laughs> yeah, and, that's why he does and, it for. It is. That's why he does it for a living. So, and exactly. That's why I'm a nurse, <laughs> and, and I'm a software <laughs> worker guy. <laughs> so wait, we're gonna ask Diz Runs how to make money off of that, and then afterwards I'll call Conan and ask him. There you go for some tips. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I want to quit my day job. Tell me how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> now one thing one thing i did learn from his podcast that i really like is when he does his ad reads 
they are ridiculous. And I may have mentioned this before, and that's why I've changed mine up. But he, he I mean, he's got ad reads for just random stuff that he probably doesn't care about. I mean, they're just doing it for the money, but he reads them in a way that's funny. So he talks about it and just makes little jokes and stuff. And, and then you can tell where it's the ad read and where he's just making up stuff. So that's what I've gone for. Now I'm nowhere near as funny as Conan, but uh, <laughs> that's why our ads are the way they are now. And speaking of which the, now that we're 43 minutes into the episode, the, this is still the OCR latest, talk, by the way, for everybody that's still listening. <laughs> <laughs> the latest ad read if you're listening to it lately and not you know by the time i get another one is still for anchor so it's actually for their new voice messaging service on their podcast platform so if you look in the show notes you'll actually see a link for leaving a voice message unfortunately right now it doesn't seem like it's working like if you go on stitcher and look in the show notes and click on it it takes you to a 404 page Oh, dang. So no one's left up as a, a voice message? No, people have tried. Oh. At least one person has tried. But if you do it in the the Anchor app, you can leave a voice message. Oh. So unfortunately, we haven't gotten any yet because that's not helping us. So it's only supported and, by and the app. I have reached out to Anchor support, and apparently it was a bug, and they're still working on it. Now, this is a free platform, so I can't, I, can't, I can't complain that they're not, they haven't fixed it yet. Hopefully that'll be fixed soon. Now, whether we're getting voice messages or not, we're still getting money off of the ad. So that's cool because it's paying more than the last ad was. Nice. And thanks, Anchor. We we haven't gotten a ton of money and, and we're only giving, you know, we're giving away stuff. And that's that's our our shtick here is to. But I think that's what that I like. Mo- yeah, I think that's what I like most about it is that like we don't make a lot to like quit our day jobs or anything but we get we make enough to give back to the people that support us and listen to us so i think that's that's cool too i can promise everybody that if we actually start making enough to quit our day jobs (laughs) i will be upfront about that and let you know (laughs) hey this money's no longer going to giveaways (laughs) it's going so so that i can but at that point we'll be doing more that'll never happen <laughs> this is too much of a hobby. Who are we kidding? <laughs> the different ways that we get money right now are through the ad reads, you know, through every listen that we get for that, through using the code at when you're checking out for Endure Elite, when you're getting your your sleep elite and your fishing elite and your and your joint elite and joint joint elite. Joint elite's a real <laughs> one. <laughs> joint elite <laughs> is a real product, by the way. <laughs> So when you're getting all your... It was not what Ryan was expected when he ordered Joint Elite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's that's deep. That's a deep cut. Shots fired. I was just using his own words. (laughs) Did you see my my post on his... Did he say that? Did he really say that? I'm pretty sure he said that. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Did you see my comment on his post about his uh, his wedding? Oh, his wedding pictures that he posted on Instagram? <laughs> yeah. So it had pictures of lobster <laughs> and the wedding, of course. And so that reminded me of that whole deal after the DHEA incident where him and Evan got into it. And one of Evan's things was like, 
you posted pictures about lobster eating lobster a few days after this happened and got <laughs> announced. You should have been in remorse. And then Ryan Woods was like, F off. I, you can't tell me how to grieve. And I was at a thing where I didn't even pay for them. So the shut up. are you know? made to be broken. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I commented and said uh, a little shoot. I don't even remember what it was. I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, maybe I'm full of myself, but I thought it was pretty good. You had to be there. Anyway, go look at his lobster pictures and you can look in the comments. <laughs> and see it. Said something about it was too. Uh, how dare you post pictures of lobsters and getting married in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> marriage, marriage, something. I don't know. A life of bliss. <laughs> so there's the reference code for 10% off at, at EnduroElite.com. Ref10. R-E-F-10 dash OCR talk gets you 10% off. And that gives us a little cut. So while you're getting your your sleep sleep elite, you can uh, give us a little money to help hopefully give you a giveaway. And the giveaways, now I, I used the last giveaway winner was Charlotte Engelman. And she got a Tumblr. And I used Etsy for it because all the sites that you, most sites where you get stuff printed, you have to have a minimum. And Etsy is like a single person, you know, just making their craft or whatever. And it it uh, she posted pictures about it, and it came out really good. Like I don't know if you saw it, but I I liked it a lot. Like April saw it, and she's like, "I want one of those." <laughs> Did you see it? No, I didn't. Where you didn't see? You saw Charlotte's saw, post. I thought. Oh you yeah, I did see it. Charlotte's post. I did see Charlotte's post. Okay. I'm sorry. So I, I'll I'll probably look to use that kind of stuff. But our other place that we've gotten money from in the past is that stupid spread shop site. <laughs> <laughs> it's a place where you basically you know sell merch with your your stuff on it, your logo on it and i i look, looked at it to update it and they have a whole bunch of more products than they had before so there's actually some pretty rad like zip up fleece hoodie with ocr talk on the back or um or some of the other ones a lot of different like women's style hoodies and long sleeve shirts there's really a whole bunch of different stuff on now on there now. So it's not like the prices are great, but it's, I always uh, forget about it's that good one. stuff. Merch. It's a, it's an easy way to go get something like a one off since, you know, we don't have to do a, a mass run of it. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. So go check that out. Go check out old spread shoppity shop and buy some stuff. <laughs> now that we're here. Now that we haven't even gotten into our OCR OCR conversation. Welcome back to OCR Talk. <laughs> what is our next giveaway going to be? What is our next giveaway going to be? All right, let's. We, we're talking about Spreadshop. Let's use it. I, I I want you to look at our what we've got available on Spreadshop, and you can decide what we're going to use, what we're going to give away. I did a whole ad read for this, and I ended up not ended up not airing shop.spreadshirt.com slash OCR talk. Ooh, I like the trucker hat. <laughs> That's just what caught my eye. <laughs> okay. Trucker hat. <clears throat> There's even toddler shirts on there. Toddler shirts. Hang on. Now, this is showing you the main page just shows it says all products, but it's really not. So click the, the little three, three lines, and then you can look at, um, you can browse the different style of stuff. You see, it like gives a little fly out, and you can see all products, men, women. So if you just go to like women and do all, you can see, you can see all of it. 
I still see the trucker hat. <laughs> that's the that's the one you want. It, it's actually a. It looks like a trucker hat, but it's actually a baseball cap with a snap on the back. Well, I guess that is a trucker cap, isn't it? <laughs> um, it, well, it doesn't have two, a mesh in the back. There's two. There's one snap back, and there's another one that's just a baseball cap. What's the difference? That one is like a one size fits all with the, you know, the back is. Like a baseball cap doesn't have the snap in the back. It just goes all the way around. And the snapback is like the flat bill. Yeah, and it's it's kind of weird that it looks flat. Like obviously you can bend it to whatever shape you want. Right. But it does have the snap in the back so that somebody can affix it to their head. The baseball cap though looks, looks uh, like a small, medium, or a large, extra large. Is there a size? Oh, yeah, yeah, it does have a small, medium, or extra large, extra large. Why is it cheaper than the snapback? I don't know. That's weird. So I say the baseball cap. And they have them in different colors, and you can actually see some of like the shirts and stuff with a model, like, we- like a real person wearing it. Get an idea of what it looks like. Pretty cool. Hmm. So out of all those things, what should we offer as our next giveaway? The crop top. <laughs> Matt B. Davis wins. Cropped up. You must post a picture in it. <laughs> yeah, baseball cap. Okay. Can't have the baseball or the or the snapback. Uh. I feel like the snapback's easier to adjust know that you can get a fit to yeah. heads. Yeah. Now there are different colors too, so whoever yeah. wins gets to choose, choose their color. which color they want. There's uh, it's just black all black, and black gray. and gray, black and blue, black and red, all red. Which one would you choose? That black and blue looks pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. Different. All right. So the next giveaway person will win a snapback baseball cap with the OCR Talk logo on it. So to enter, you must. Since we're drinking during this episode, send us your. Your favorite drink. <laughs> just a just a like that in a in a comment or, or, or like a picture or Yeah. You can tag us in a picture, private message us, email us, however. Let's go with that. You don't have to send us a picture because we didn't get many responses Too many that way. Posts with that. But yeah. Let's go. You send us send us a message, email us. A message on Facebook or Instagram, email us at OCRtalk at gmail.com or tag us in a post that we will see with with your favorite drink. Any of those methods, just send us your favorite drink and you can have a picture with it or not. Doesn't matter. But that will put you into the the random draw for an OCR Talk snapback baseball cap. Heck yeah. Your choice of colors. Now let's get into Back to OCR, OCR talk. conversation. <laughs> nope. Let's talk about CrossFit. 